2: Your voice of confidence
0: and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self doubt, and uh, I don't think so. Come on, with LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine, I'm in. LegalZoom,
2: now you're in business.
0: LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney.
1: Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at B-I-T-T-R-E-X Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading.
2: Welcome to Savvy Business, life unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Georgia. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. Everyone, we have Georgia Woodbine here today, How to Create the Life You Love. And we know we all want to do that. We're out there building businesses, but are you building the business and the life that you love? And we're also going to talk about our awesome new book, Total B.S., body and soul. I love it. Thank you, Georgia, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. How are you?
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, uh, Christina. It's a pleasure to be here. Such a pleasure.
2: Oh, you betcha. You betcha. So talk to me. You are a speaker, you're a coach, uh, you're a revolutionary speaker around the world. You're a change agent uh, for lifestyle transformation, helping people build the life they want. How did you even enter this arena?
1: Well, you know, I always tell people when you go through some challenges, some setbacks, some obstacles, some disappointments, it forces you to figure out um, your purpose in life. And basically that's how I got on the path. You know, I always tell people your your gifts and talents are always tied to something that you enjoy doing. And because you enjoy doing it so much, it's a natural ability. And so therefore you don't realize it's your gift. So this is something I've been doing my entire life, which is inspiring others, you know, giving people advice. I worked in the music business for a little while. I worked in corporate America. So like all of the things that I do now, it's so funny. It's like full circle. And, you know, the the speaking piece is so funny because I always had a fear of speaking. And so once I confronted that, fear and overcame that fear I was able to dig deeper and find out what my passion is and what my purpose is and what I should be doing with my life and sometimes it's not an overnight process sometimes there's steps so that's basically how I ended up being a Uh, an author, a speaker, and a lifestyle transformation coach and a change agent. (laughs) I
2: I love that, Georgia. Because you know what's interesting? And and you talked about full full circle, that all the things you did, you now realize led you or leading or led you up to where you are today. And it's interesting because back in high school, I, I had a number of passions in the arts and music. And I would have never seen that, that, and then entering corporate America, all the bits in between, led me to what I'm doing right here, right now, helping people get their message out and doing that in an effective way. And and part of that was even taking voice classes back in high wow. school. I totally would not tie to have any, any relevance in my future life. And, and then studying the violin, my mom used to say, you're a Jack of many trades and a master (laughs) of none because you take up this, you take up that. But now I see how it all has come full circle because now that focus that I had from studying music and the discipline can now be added to working with clients and doing what I'm doing. So it's really Mm -hmm. fascinating when you can do that. Now, how do you work with clients? Say someone comes to you and they have no idea what their true gift is. Where do you help them uncover unwrap that that gift that they have
1: well first the first step is I always teach them how to get to a place of silence in the mind mm-hmm. so I teach them meditation I teach them how to speak affirmations I teach them how to write goals down and really laser in on something that gives them joy that's where I start mm-hmm. you know I, t- I t- you know I try to get them to go back to childhood as you talked about before experiences or things that gave them that zest and um happiness and so that's where i go back to a place of joy and happiness and so then once they start to dig deeper in that woman then they start to realize well wow Mm -hmm. i have always done this or yes Mm -hmm. i love doing this but i've never gotten paid for that so i always go deeper much much deeper and one of the things i talk about when people compare life coaches to therapists Mm -hmm. is that as a life coach we focus on where you are now Mm -hmm. and where you're trying to go. Therapists, they always dig deeper, deeper back into, Mm -hmm. you know, past experiences that leads you up to where you are now. Childhood. My, yeah. Right. And I, I meet people where they are and I say, okay, let's see where you are in your life right now and where you're trying to go. And then, you know, set goals and taking action steps and really connecting the dots. Like you talked about before, wow. Christina, about things that you have done on a job, which is actually a skill. Mm -hmm. You know, things that you may have learned through education that you may have went to school for. Those are also things that you can connect the dots with your Mm -hmm. talents, your gifts, your natural abilities and your skill sets. There is a way to connect the dots to tie it into uh, a passion, purpose, career. Mm -hmm.
2: And it's so interesting, Georgia, because like we talked about earlier, a lot of these greatest gifts that we have, we use them without thinking. They're so, they're like breathing for us. We don't even think about it. So then when someone says, so what, what do you do that you would do, even if you didn't get paid for it? I don't know. I just, because uh, my one friend, she draws all the time, wherever you start, she's just drawing life. And for her, who would pay for this? Anyone could do it. No, I can't. I can't draw. Right. Um, Another person just writes every day and writes fantastic work. Well, anyone can write. No, they can't. I definitely can guarantee you I cannot write. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so funny because
1: even me becoming an author, you know, I always had the gift of writing. And it was something I've always done along my whole entire life because before I started life coaching, I've had three other businesses and I tell people, you know, you have to go through some things before you could find your niche and find out what it is that you should be doing. So, you know, the writing was something that I love to do. I had a copywriting company, I would write press releases and bio. So, writing was a natural ability. Writing was something that I always loved to do. But I'll, I'll share a quick story with you. I remember when I was in college, I went to Pace University. I remember I was in college, and one of my professors told me that I was a horrible writer. Okay, so this is something I want to share with people out there. Don't let other people dictate. Or define who you are or where you should go in life. Because if I would have kept that in the back of my head, I probably wouldn't pursued this career I'm in now to be an author and be successful at what I'm doing just because of something that one person said to me or tried to put into my mindset to, you know, deter me. So there's nothing wrong with someone giving you constructive criticism, but when they give you criticism to make you feel like you're not good enough or you can't do something, then you have to really start digging deeper within yourself and paying attention to your, your own um, abilities. So, yeah. So, you know, he told me that and look at me now, (laughs) you know what I mean? Thank God
2: you didn't listen to him. Thank God.
1: (laughs) But you know what's so funny? That professor, I remember going to the dean and saying, you know, these are X amount of students in this class that are complaining about this professor. So it wasn't just me. Mm -hmm. It was other students that he was, you know, being negative towards. And so they ended up changing my grade anyway Yay. <laughs> that's my B+. Plus.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. You know, it's you know awesome. This recalls for me, Georgia, I was back in high school, and we had this creative writing course. And uh, that's the cool part of creative writing is it's creative. Now, you might not be the best writer, but she said, go out there, be creative. Here's your final project. Get, as, as, you know, get out there as much as you can to write something that's just totally you. So one gal wrote this whole Lyrics to a song. She came in with her guitar, performed it, and wrote the lyrics. Gorgeous, amazing. And the woman failed her and said, "Well, you didn't follow the instructions. You didn't write some. What, what do you call the lyrics, dude?" Uh, <laughs> well, and try to be creative. How can there is no right or wrong with creative? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you could say the grammar might be off, but she wrote something. Um, right. But as far as me, she said my story was too weird because it's sci-fi. Yeah. It's like, dude, weird. Uh, But (laughs) what's funny about this and what brings to mind for me is that I am not maybe a good writer on paper. Maybe that's not my natural ability. But one of the things that came up for me before I started my business is I, I would ask my coach and all my friends, I started journaling, what do you see my gift is? And one thing that came back over and over again is you're a great storyteller. Right. So, what that woman said in creative writing, this is too weird. Well, it's not weird. This sci-fi story, because that's sci-fi, dude. Right. Um, But see, I'm a good storyteller. But it will be a verbal story, not a written story. Right. But see, that gift, and I think this is true for everyone. Those gifts transform and come out even as a child. Absolutely. And if you start going and asking people, right? Maybe neighbors and friends, what did you see me as a child like come out naturally with? And Mm -hmm. you can start getting some amazing things from the people around you.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree.
2: Yeah. So for you, writing was one of them. When did you realize that speaking was? Because you said you had a fear. What was it about speaking in particular that made was fearful for you?
1: Well, I remember having an experience in, in, I don't know, it may have been in junior high school where I had to talk in front of the class and I just felt like I didn't have enough information about what I was talking about. So I feel like that's where the fear comes from. And I always tell other people, when you are speaking about something you know, you don't have that fear because you have the confidence. So as long as you know what, what you're talking about, which could be your own personal experiences, there is no wrong way to deliver that. You know what I mean? It's your experience. And so I think my from my early childhood, I would say maybe from the age of five, when my mom said I used to walk around with a hand brush in my hand and I used to always talk about the weather and say it was frigid outside. <laughs> and so I thought I was gonna be a journalist, but like you said, It transforms into something that's close to that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. And that's one of the things I teach people. Don't get caught up on what you think you should be doing. Just explore and and just find the joy in what you love to do. And it will definitely unfold. It will unfold itself.
2: Yeah, this is so interesting. I recall reading this book about vocations and there was this gal who loved history and she's like, well, I don't want to go back to school and be a history teacher. What could I possibly do? Well, you know what they ended up doing? They ended up working in the city, telling the history of the city, giving tours. And exactly. making a wonderful business. Now, mm-hmm. as a child, would she picture herself one day, I'm gonna be giving tours of this wonderful city and telling right. the history? Right. So she got to use her great gift in a exactly. way that suited her, but I'm sure she would never imagine this is how it's going to look.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the big steps for people to find their way. And, you know, I think the hardest thing for people to really, to get to that place, to figure out what your purpose is. And so one of the, a few of the steps that I teach is to, you really have to start um, allowing yourself to remove yourself from the negativity, because when you have too much noise coming at you, or when you're busy comparing yourself to other people's businesses or what they're doing or what their success is, you cannot focus on your own voice. And so you have to figure out what your voice is and what problem you can solve for people and what experiences that tie into your business that can allow you to be transparent to share with other people. And when you get to that place of, of transparency and of, of, of passion and of being real, then that's where your, your prosperity is. That's where the money is. That's where, you know, your, everything that you would love to do to get paid for is. So really lasering on that and not so much comparing yourself or trying to do something that someone else is doing, because you not, you may not be good at that, Mm -hmm. or you may not do it as well as this, this other person. So you have to really focus on you and what you can contribute to the world and what you can make a difference with.
2: Yeah. And, and you mentioned a good point about really, you could get negativity that will kind of drag you down. And I think that happens when you start to grow, and especially you're, you're building yourself, the people around you might not be on that same track. Maybe they're like, they're stuck here and they're not moving and growing. And when you start bringing it to your family or friends, they might be well-intentioned, but they're like, come on, you should wait. I mean, for me, they would say, well, you should wait to get that business started when you have an XYZ in the bank. Or, right. Your idea is really solid or something like that. And, and so, you know, what I suggest is maybe hanging out with people who are like mine, where you want to be in maybe five years or even a year from now. They're not where you're at because, right. if, you know, if they're where you're at and they don't want to grow or they're not looking to grow, they're just going to keep you held back to where they are. They're going to be probably scared of your growth
1: exactly there's a saying show me your friends and i'll show you your future you know <laughs> birds of a feather flock together exactly so you definitely want to surround yourself with people that are successful that are are actually doing what you see yourself doing that can help and guide you and can help give you some insight and and show you that listen you don't have to You don't have to wait for this moment to live life. You don't have to wait for this moment to experience. You know, sometimes you hear people like, oh, I want to go to Italy. I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to travel. Don't wait. You know what I mean? As long as you're planning strategically and you're planning in the right way, you can have those experiences. You don't want to have to wait. Most people think success is about money, but it's not just about money. It's about freedom to do what you love. What people really want, Christina, is the freedom to experience life. And you don't have to
2: wait to have a million dollars to do that. You have... No, you don't. Absolutely. You don't have to wait. And that's, that's such great advice because I think that's where we can fall into the trap of next year, tomorrow. And, and I've mentioned this on my, one of my own savvy biz tips is you might not have tomorrow. Tomorrow's never promised. You might be out of here in another week or tomorrow or today might be your last day. And, and you don't want to have left the planet without saying, what have I missed? What have I not experienced and you know left the world with and done my best about uh but you also wrote a book called total bs body mm-hmm. and soul share why you wrote that and what that's about well let me show you
1: the book here so yeah so it is total bs Hello. Okay. and so christina it's not the bs you're thinking okay <laughs> <laughs> so total bs um, stands for body and soul. So I'm talking about how to align mind, body, and soul. So total BS is about it's about finding one's true self. It's about peeling away the preconceived notions that we think we are based on how we were raised, yeah. who raised us, and the choices that they have made in their lives. So it's really about removing the layers of self-doubt and you know, that prevents us from living in our highest potential because I think the mission for anyone in life is to really live in their highest potential, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and of course, let's not forget, financially. So it's about living a health, a healthier and, and happier lifestyle and getting fit for life. It's not just about the way you look on the outside, it's about also how you feel on the inside. Because My conception of of fitness goes way beyond losing or maintaining weight. It's about the interconnection of mind, body, and soul, and how each power has the, the ability to affect the other. So, when these three are in alignment mind, body, and soul you're able to explore new pathways of inner peace and really experience living a more fulfilling life yeah. so that's really what total bs is about it's not just the physical aspect but it's also about the mental aspect and it's also about ways that you can start things that you could actually tangibly implement to start seeing change in your life you know because you cannot change what you don't confront and you first have to confront okay what is this problem why am i having this problem and now what are the action steps that i need to change this situation
2: Absolutely. So looking at, okay, what's not working in my life? Uh, where would I like to be? Where am I now? Because it's interesting. You could say, I want to be there, you know, wherever there might be in the future, but where are you now? So you can know a plan of attack. Like if you're in Virginia, I want to get to California. Boom. I now have two, two cross points in, in order to plan my, my um, direction to get there. But you need to know where you are and then how, you know, where you're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: This what is fascinating. My yeah. One of my quotes like you, and I want to piggyback off what you said, Christina, is mm-hmm. one of my quotes is transformation begins once you are willing to change the things that are not working for you. Yeah. And so that can be a relationship mm-hmm. that can be physical health issues yeah. that can be your career or that could be your finances or that can be anything yeah, really. So if you see something's not working for you or something that's not serving you in your life, then now is the time to start figuring out what you need to do to change it. Because you can change. You can. We all have the ability to change things. Nothing has to stay the same. But we just have to make the decision yeah
2: and i I love this georgia because i also another thing that's come up for me and i'm sure a lot of people listening in maybe even you is the fact that when you start to see where you are and where you'd like to get to it can seem overwhelming oh i can't do it it's like a million steps but here's the great part is you don't have to do it all at once it's bit by bit process
1: bit by bit and you know i share my personal experiences because you know what I was that person that was in debt. You know, I was that person that lost my home, lost my car, you know, ha- You know, lost things. You know what I mean? And when you go through things where you lose things, it kind of forces to build your character into this person that you never even knew you had the ability to become. Because I don't think I would be as effective mm-hmm. with what I teach and helping others to confront those same issues if I didn't go through it you know, because I, I don't teach what I don't know and I don't leave where I don't go. So I can't tell you, this is how you get out of debt if I didn't get out of debt. I can't tell you, this is how to create the life you love if I didn't create the life that I love. I can't tell you, this is how you find your gifts, your talents, your natural abilities, and this is how you connect it to turn your passion and profits. I couldn't tell people that if I didn't learn how to do those things. So it's really always and most 110% of the times about your experiences and how you took those experiences and how you transformed your life with those experiences.
2: Oh, that's awesome, Georgia. We could go on forever here. I know we could, (laughs) but I don't want us to leave without people finding out how they could find out more about you, work with you, and get your great book. How could they do that?
1: Absolutely. They could visit me at www.georgiawoodbine.com. They can tweet me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, share it on LinkedIn, and also share on Instagram. So they can Google me. There's always ways to find me. Again, it's www.georgiawoodbine.com. And I also want to share a free gift with your audience. So I will definitely get that link to you Um, With the five secrets to turn your passion into profits, I will definitely be sharing that guide with your audience.
2: Oh, thank you so much! I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Georgia, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting, a life unscripted today. We really thank
1: you so much for having me.
2: You betcha. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to LifeUnscriptedRadio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at ChristinaLifeUnscriptedRadio.com.
1: Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity.